Welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast, where we talk about all things OCD. The show is for educational purposes and is not intended to replace professional mental health care. Here's your host, Christina Orlova. Welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Orlova. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about if you're a parent and you have a child with OCD, what's something that you could do, um, a strategy that you could use in terms of helping your child get better? Quite often, what I hear from parents is they get really nervous around setting boundaries or limits with their child's behavior. And oftentimes what happens is um, fights can occur, a lot of frustration, or feeling like you're repeating the same answers all the time, and that things aren't quite getting better. So if you're a parent with a child who has OCD, I want you to know a couple of things. One, it's really, really important to get psychoeducation about what OCD actually is. I'm talking to you now, I'm going to assume that maybe you know some basics, but if you don't, then I really encourage you to go ahead and do some research. You can look at IOCDF, the International OCD Foundation. They have a wealth of information and resources available to help you understand this disorder. I like to look at OCD through a biopsychosocial model, which means we look at the biological component. So we want to look at the brain and understanding the brain structures that are impacted in the OCD experience. What we know so far is we have the prefrontal cortex, uh, this part of our brain, and there's a region in the, in the area called caudate nucleus that's um, involved. There's a part of the brain called basal ganglia that's involved. And all of the, the, these front, frontal lobes, frontal parts here, what they do is essentially when your brain is supposed to be able to detect an error, it essentially is not processing that information correctly. So instead of being able to recognize that something is really minimal, low-level threat, it in fact feels like it's really high-level threat. And what that part of the brain does is it triggers the amygdala the fight and flight response. And so when the fight and flight response turns on, your internal alarm system is ringing and becomes really difficult now to tell the difference between a real threat and a perceived threat. So what's happening for your child is not like it's a personality quirk. It's not like this is something that they're intentionally, purposely trying to do. They're they're actually having something that's happening to them that's outside of their control. So that's the biological component. Then we want to look at psychological component. We want to look at, you know, what kind of personality that this, does your child have? What's their attachment style? And then we want to look at the social component. So socially, we want to look at things like environment, culture, you know, how's your child uh, being raised, where are they growing up, what, what, what is their um, kind of experience like, let's say, are they being teased a lot or bullied or are they not, um, is the home generally safe, is it not, um, is there a lot of stress, all of those things impact that experience. So what happens is somebody can have a predisposition towards OCD, but you also will need to have external stressors and, and environmental stressors that will trigger um, the OCD brain and then OCD will come out, if you will. So as a parent, you really want to make sure you're understanding all of this so that you realize that your kid is not doing anything on purpose. They're simply responding to something that is happening internally in their mind. 
And they are attempting to basically solve that issue and keep themselves safe. Now, having said that, the second thing that I want you guys to really understand is um, your child's behavior. So today I want to talk about reassurance seeking. Oftentimes, kids will want to ask for reassurance in so many different ways. What I'd like to propose for you guys to do as parents is start something called a reassurance log. So it basically means tracking, let's say, over the next couple of days, maybe even a week, basically kind of what does this reassurance behavior look like? What situation brings up for your child to come to you and start to seek reassurance? What triggers it? What does reassurance sound like? What are all the different ways that your kid is asking for reassurance? Because, you know, first of all, not just kids, but any one of us, we're very adept at figuring out different ways of how to pose a question in, in, in order for us to get an answer and get that certainty that we're seeking in OCD. So what I'd like you guys to get better at is becoming almost like an investigator and start to study your child's behavior and start to look at what are the different ways that your kiddo is perhaps asking you the same question, but really in, in many different ways, but really it's the same question so that you can become more familiar with what it sounds like. And when you start to recognize that repetitive behavior, even though your kiddo might try to make it seem like at this time it's different or they're asking a different question, you will become better at catching it and realizing that, wait a second, you're actually really asking me the same question just in maybe 10 different ways. And once you get clarity on that, then you and your child can make a plan. And the plan might sound something like, hey, maybe we both notice it's not helping you when you keep asking me the same question and I keep answering things for you because all that happens is I get frustrated and you seem to not really be able to just take that answer. You seem to come back and keep asking me more questions. So obviously something about this isn't quite working. So maybe we need to change it up. And one of the things that every person with OCD has to learn to deal with is to sit with that uncertainty, entertain not knowing an answer for a period of time. That's literally one of the hallmarks of OCD is, is this constant need to have that certainty, especially when you're triggered. So the best thing you could do as a parent is realize, one, you're not a bad parent if you start to set some limits and, and let your child know you are not going to answer the same questions over and over again. And number two, it's that you're actually going to help your kid by setting some limits on this behavior and making a plan together. And the plan might, seem, might be something simple like that maybe when you come and you ask me these questions, you might say, hey, I'm noticing you're asking me the same questions. Guess what? I've already answered that. Or you might say, hey, um, you can ask me a reassurance question on this topic once. I'll answer you once and that's it. Or you might say, hey, let's make it like a game. You can ask five reassurance questions per day. And once you've asked your five, that's it. So you can find ways to engage around this behavior that doesn't have to seem 
um, you know, really kind of intensive or cold or punishing, but where you can make it more fun and really let your child know you're doing this because you're helping them increase their ability to handle feeling uncomfortable because that's just part of what it takes in terms of learning how to live with anxiety and that you trust them and you have confidence in their ability to do this, that you know that they can handle it and that they can get through this. And then every time that they're successful, be able, I want to make sure you guys celebrate it, right? Give them a high five, tell them, hey, you did great. Look at that. You got through it. Good job, right? Praising that behavior that you want to see and, and showing them that you're noticing them making that progress is so beneficial for that young little brain. So I hope this was helpful today and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to OCD Whisperer Podcast. To get additional support with OCD and have your personal questions answered, whether you are newly diagnosed, got through treatment and need help maintaining progress, or you can't afford treatment, visit Christina's on-demand Mastering OCD membership at masteringocd.com.